morning and welcome to the podcast of the Franchise Business Network in Pittsburgh. With us today are three distinguished panelists, our host John Gataski, a partner with the Fox Rothschild Law Firm in Pittsburgh, and Ablack Holdings officials Jim Powers, Executive Vice President, and Steve Masesic, Director of Information Technology. We're going to recap their recent International Franchise Association Franchise Business Network panel discussion about technology in franchising, including strategies for how to accurately reflect rising and changing costs of tech innovation in the franchise disclosure document and the franchise agreement. Gentlemen, good morning. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good to be here. John, I suppose the big takeaway from the panel presentation is that the franchise industry continues to have to adapt quickly to a wide range of tech innovations and their costs. Yes, that's true. Uh, Our recent panel covered managing tech's costs and developments, the challenge of staying ahead as the tech keeps advancing. Mm -hmm. The changes are coming faster and faster, and I know our guests here will be able to speak about that from personal experience. And franchisors are trying to stay ahead of that curve and deal with it all, not just from the practical perspective of franchising and operating agreements and operating manuals, but also figuring out how best to apply rapidly developing tech to their businesses. Jim Powers, in terms of managing tech costs, what are you seeing as the top issues Ablack Holdings faces in the context of the broader industry? Great question. You know, Franchising World magazine has identified a list of major issues for 2020, right? Technology costs is definitely one of them. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny. I've been with Ablack Holdings since 1989, starting as a delivery driver long before the Internet even existed. So in those few decades... Who could have predicted that technology would advance so quickly and powerfully over that time? So right today, we all carry highly advanced technology right here in our pockets. But looking forward, can we really know, you know, where everything is going? Come on. I mean, we really don't. Sure. That's the issue that we really want to address. You know, our smartphones have more power than pretty much anything we have before. And that's where we're headed. And and who knows what's next? Jim, do you think it's going to be voice? I do. I mean, voice is going to be a big part of the business, right? So TED Talks have focused on the subject of AI tech. Alexa and other voice tech devices are headed in the direction of quote-unquote one perfect answer. Uh, And that's all voice-driven. Some of our competitors are working on that right now, as a matter of fact. So with voice, you want to be ready when someone decides to have, in your case, a pizza delivered. Uh, you want to have an app that provides voice ordering as an option, right? Well, yes, if you have the resources to invest in those emerging technologies, uh, that's true. Uh, at the 2019 IFA convention, the head of marketing and technology at Domino's was saying that today Domino's <laughs> is a tech company that happens to sell pizza. So the next frontier is ordering through voice. The goal would be to hone the process so the customer can say, possibly one keyword, and the next thing you know, there's a pizza on your doorstep. So, And I'm not kidding. I mean, that's really where it's heading. So it's moving so fast. Uh, the year 2019, as a matter of fact, marked the 50th anniversary of the beginning of the Internet itself. I mean, it was a Defense Department project to connect supercomputers at three different sites in California. Honeywell built the actual computers to make that work. Well, our phones today have twice as much power as anything they had in 1969, uh, right in the palm of our hands. It's it's mind-blowing. And as I think back, I spent the better part of two decades as the vice president of marketing for Bocelli Pizza, 
uh, it's where I cut my teeth. And within the last 20 years, we had a call center developed, which was then cutting edge technology to centralize incoming phone orders. I mean, Steve, you have some perspective on that. Yeah, absolutely. So in the 1990s, we saw the advent of networked point of sale systems. The data was man managed, centralized, and then pushed out to the restaurants. In the late 90s, Wachelli deployed a call center. And the way the technology worked was we had a single number where customers would call, an agent would answer, and then relay that order to a specific store based on the person's address. They would then create the order for that customer and send it directly down into the restaurant where store, em store employees would make and deliver the product. Call center had about 30 to 40,000 inbound calls per week. It ran from 2001 through 2014. So it was in operation for over 13 years. And at one point we had 200 employees in the call center. At that time, our backbone consisted of 10 T1 lines, which meant quite a bit of physical infrastructure. That evolved into internet ordering systems, email clubs, social media marketing, and internet advertising to support our chain and brand. Then we took part in developing online ordering apps. That has led to loyalty clubs and third-party delivery services. Just relentless change. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if anyone could have predicted with pinpoint precision these developments 10 to 15 years ago. And, uh, and where that impacts the business is the franchise disclosure documents and really one of the main things that we're discussing here today. You know, our brand has FDD agreements that are 20 years in duration. So the FDD has to be written in a way that accounts for that potential change, uh, which isn't easy. You know, this, this is all having a big impact on franchisors and the franchise disclosure document. One example is our fast casual franchise, uh, V3 flatbread pizza. So we, we started R&D a few short years ago in the fast casual arena, you know, which is one of the fastest growing segments in the restaurant industry. But some of the common denominators I found in that research in the industry were enterprise costs and what I refer to or we refer to as a hub and spoke system. In fact, Steve, you might want to comment a little bit more on, again, on hub-and-spoke concept. Well, yeah. Uh, as a franchisor of multiple brands, there's a good bit of overhead required to manage all the different restaurants. So we put into place above-store reporting applications. And basically, these applications allow us to update menus, store pricing, and then also conversely allow us to pull back information to help calculate royalties and operational data. Well, yeah, then, of course, you have transaction costs. I mean, everything is electronic payments. And there are you know, significant transaction costs that come with them. Today, if you don't accept credit cards and electronic payments, you're literally in the stone age. So electronic transactions are a benchmark um, in, in calculating uh, not only your transactions, but actually reporting that in your FDD. So the really important takeaway is that tech costs are something that needs to be disclosed in the FDD. So what we see are three components. In our view, software, hardware, and innovations uh, are those buckets. Uh, Steve and I are encapsulating some of that to stay on top of software, hardware, and innovation costs and do our best to be ahead of that curve. Jim, how hard has it been to estimate all this? And, and of course, I'm referring to, you know, in the FDD, you've not only got to make performance representations, but you've also got to make representations this is what it's going to cost to get into you know, one of your franchises if you've got a new franchisee. How can you as a franchisor make representations in a way that is both comfortable and accurate? Yeah, well, that, that's the challenge. And in FDDs, 
it's good to use ranges. I mean, that way you can properly disclose franchisees while accounting for those ever-changing technologies. Because the last thing you want to do is go to market uh, changing or charging franchisees for something that wasn't disclosed. Ranges are acceptable as long as you're accurately encapsulating in those types of costs. And that's what I'm seeing many franchisors are doing. I mean, my recommendation to any franchisor is to remain tech-centered, especially at the point of sale. Be a tech company that happens to sell pizza or whatever food you happen to sell. So, Steve, from an infrastructure perspective, what's, what's the bottom line? Well, all franchisors need to ensure they have the appropriate technology infrastructure to meet their business goals. That's a given. In today's landscape, your technology has to be reliable, maintainable, and secure. What's also important is that we are innovators. We need to maintain a strong network of technologists, not only in our industry, but in other vertical markets as well. Our vendor partners should be ahead of the curve in the various technologies that we work with. Yeah, so with that, Steve, I recommend not only staying tech-centered, but also staying ahead of those innovations. One of the ways we do this is to talk with our point-of-sale providers on a weekly basis. We cover tech upgrades, innovations, next steps on projects. That's one way how we're staying ahead. And of course, we learn from the IFA tech roundtables, tech forums throughout the country, et cetera. Uh, adding accurate tech costs to the FDD is an issue. Um, you know, wh who would have predicted some of this stuff 20 years ago, right? And that's the scope of our franchise agreement, 20 years. So if you're not tech-centered in the FDD, if you're not focusing on uh, things or only focusing on food and procurement, you know, good luck because you're really a tech company now. Well, such a, a fascinating conversation, but unfortunately, we are out of time for today. Listeners, please check out our companion podcast about the impact of the California Consumer Protection Act on the franchising industry. And thank you so much to our panelists today, our host, John Gutaski with the Fox Rothschild Law Firm and Adlac Holdings officials Jim Powers and Steve Masesek. Thank you.